0: Hey, yo, check this out. This is the Grace X. And I want to give a shout out to 40 years of hip hop. Understand that 40 years of hip hop with Mr. Ron and the G-Man. 1979 to 2019. Brand new being made to join with All for One. Understand that. We dropped that in 1990. So check out these dudes, Mr. Ron and the G-Man. Well, who am I? I am the wild cowboy with a lot of style, boy. One of one. The untraceable, no known DNA. I don't even know what I'm going to say punks jump up to get beat down new york is not a sweet town so check it out 40 years of hip-hop mr ron and the g-man they review a thousand hip-hop songs from 1979 to 2019 and like i said brand Nubian made the list peace This is the G-Man. Welcome to 40 Years of Hip-Hop, where we review a thousand songs in the span of 40 years from 1979 to 2019. Also check out our premium, apparel private store. We have original T-shirts and on our website, you know. And you could, you like cool artwork? Check out our display section on display.com. And it's forty years of hip hop. The keyword we, where we sell metallic posters with the custom artwork by Mr. Brown, my partner in crime. Check out our amazing playlist on Spotify, too. Keywords for the years of hip-hop. And you can also buy us a coffee to support us and help us make more postings and get quicker with our thousand songs list. And you can follow us on YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, all the social media keywords for years of hip hop or 40YOHH. You could type that's the acronym, and you can find all these links in the description on our podcast description at 40yearsofhiphop.bossprout.com. And today we'll review our personal favorite of mine episode 41 is going to be the song All For One by Brent Nubian released on the 1990 album One For All for this one I had to get my single mouth whiskey, scotch whiskey I'm going to have to sip because it's going to be a good or long dissect dissectorful review for originality what makes the song so original? The fact that it went against the grain. It was the opposite of what was mainstream rap in the 1990s. This was alternative hip-hop at its finest. It wasn't gangster, it wasn't pop, it wasn't party rap, nor bass, Miami South bass, or hardcore rap. It was just two MCs and two DJs. You had Grand Maxwell, Lord Jamal, Sad Attacks, DG Sincere, and DG Alamo. And they, inspired, they were inspired by the teachings of the nations of gods and birds. And they were delivering socially conscious and political lyrics at its finest, with a dope soundtrack to it. It was all before Wu-Tang's message about the 5% Nation became rather known, you know. Wu-Tang put it on a level but uh, Brand Nubian, they came out first, you know. Not first, but there were other groups like the PYTs, Poor Writers, Teachers. But it wasn't the same. It was more uh, more uh, like songs for a militant. When you get brought it with a flavor, you know, it was appealing to everyone and you could listen to it. Even if you were not familiar with the 5%, you were like, oh, what is it? Let me, lock, let me look it up, you know? Another part of what means this song's original. The video, a simple video with archives footage of great leaders such as Marcus Garvey, Halle Selassie, I, the Black Panthers Party, and many more. Of, uh, they were all black and white pictures of footage of. Black women in America are for black Americans, are for Americans, you know? When hip-hop was more pure and complete, with a DJ and dancers in the video, I still remember the dancers cross-stepping on the chorus when you were looking at them on the stage in the video, you know? When you basically stood for black love, black power, black intelligence over dope beats, it was simply magical and natural, and for that reason, you know, Originality, I had to go with a four, four out of five. Delivery, lyrics, and flow. Let me take a sip of my scotch for this one. First, that song had much sexual boasting and five percent of teachings in it. If you had a perfect combination of both worlds. What made them so unique, too, was that, that three MCs with distinctive styles and voice that were combined created a unique musical phenomenon. Did you know that it was Puba that men- that mentored Lord Jamal and Sadat X into becoming better MCs in a group as a whole? Because they both had started as local DJs, uh, Sadat X and Lord Jamal, and then decided to begin producing their own demos. Pursue a solo MC's career because MC was becoming MC was becoming so more popular than DJing, you know. And in New Rochelle, New York, there, borough. there was a lot of MCs they were all meeting at a library, and they were exchanging the lyrics and everything. Because also, Poopo was a local veteran in the game, in New Rochelle, for it because he had a previous LP named Dynamite in 1988 that he released along with Doctor Who and DJ Shabazz, and they were all called as a group called Masters of Ceremony. That's the acronym for MC. But they were simply masters of ceremony, and it's a definite, definitive piece of collection for real hip hop purists such as High. This is a if you have a, that record, you know I don't have it. I've, I've listened to it back then. I had a copy, but I never kept it, and I shared it to someone, and then it got lost. It wouldn't be a piece of my collection right now. This song also was a real introduction to the different styles of Brand Nubian even if it was their fifth and last single on the album. As a hip-hop quartable, this one. The track is a whole quartable. I got three of them, a verse from each of the members, you know? I'll start with Pooba Maxwell. Better yet, Dick Cavett, I got a bad habit, similar to the girl of She's Got a Habit. I think with the brain and you know what's, what's behind the zipper. I'm living kinda good, similar to Jack Tripper. A landlord named Roper did a show at the Copa. When I'm finished with this, I'll be paid like Oprah. So if Ernie wants to act fly, I'll just play like guy and I'm saying bye bye, you dumb bitch. Wow, That, you work cool on these Fridays, you know? was boastful and mellow. He had that tone. Oh, he could swing it for the ladies with your smoothness and still drop knowledge on all you suckers, you know? <laughs> and then on the second quote, we got my man Sarat X with his unorthodox rhyme patterns, you know? Like, this is what I got. The come one, come all, we're about to get headache If my crew don't get it, then the ex makes an exit To the rear, I'm out of here, right in front of my brothers I take care of them before I take care of others The hood bats is doom in the 90s, it's aluminum Step to the stage with a mic and I'm doing them something awful I'm a citizen and I'm lawful Wow, I didn't have the cadence of Santa Claus But you could get it, go check out the song, you know and last but not least uh, the always sharp or jamal the comfortable one over both fast-paced and slower b's he was the one that could juggle on both styles you know and this is the quote that I got. You're sick and search, but you still, you can find. You're weak and it hurts to be deaf, dumb, and blind. A supreme mind will take you out of your paralysis. I grab, I grab the mic so tight I get calluses. And your analysis is that the Lord whips, grabs into shape with a mic cord. I do it, go, I do it good because I'm a positive black man. it up suckers as if I was packed man Wow. <laughs> Lord Jamal killed it on this one, too. You know, and don't forget CourtesyofGenius.com for the reviews and also as a core uh, a little things like after that brand new band, you know, the skills are side of decks and they were all with solos after an album or two and I never followed further that their solo careers until, except Ren because he was the more commercial appealing. He was like the method man of the crew, you know? So I followed his solo career. But then, Side Attacks, I was the with the Wild Call Boys. It was lyrically nice, but sound the sound, I need to fit with the sound, didn't fit with me and then i discovered many years later saturday's pursue his career and he got finer and better with his lyrics i was like wow at first i was like saturday's doing a whole album by himself his voice it's kind of annoying and everything but then i rediscovered him and i was like wow he improved and then the other one that surprised me too was lord jamal because he never released any solo joints until 2006 when he had this album I think it's 5% it was called, but that album, I was so shocked and amazed. The teachings, the wisdom, and the way it went out, it he proved that he was an MC. Um, he was on par as the others, you know, as a, he was a whole good Brand Nubian. You gotta check out this album by Lord Chabal and also anything that Saturday's did behind beyond that, you know. As a whole, all three of them are lyrical prowess, you know. So for the lyrical part, I had to go with a four for delivery lyrics. Let's see what Rounds has to say about that. Production and Beat First, what makes this good or bad? The beat is fantastic. No beats was like this one when it came out. It consisted of five simple only. The hook riffs of 1971 Ken Mind by James Brown is the backbone of the beat. It is also so addicting as a riff, you know? Then you have the drums of the 1974 Funky President, People It's Bad. It's also by James Brown, a sample that's been used and overused many times in hip-hop, you know. And the famous vocals of James Brown on his 74 hit, All For One this, we can not forget my favorite part of the beat too, when Puba says, I'll just play like Guy and I'm saying, bye bye you dumb bitch, you know both samples of the vocals are by the r trio Guy you know, from the, uh, and it was taken from the songs, Goodbye Love and Peace of My Love, from the 88 self-titled Guy album. you know I never thought they would have sampled Guy, I never thought it was the, these guys voice. you know, I discovered this many years later courtesy of Rootsample.com. And when you been produced the song by themselves, since they all had backgrounds as DJs and production skills in their humble beginnings, they knew perfectly what sound they needed and what fit, fitted with them, you know? And for this reason, you know, I went with a four out of five for the production and beat. As for relevance and longevity... The song was only sampled in 13 songs, sadly. I thought it would have been more since uh, the impact it had, you know? To name a few, it was sampled that sampled their work. We have Common, Peanut Butter Wolf, Rascals, Monte Jordan, and even Linkin Park, or the rock group, to name a few. No notable big songs that sampled one for all except uh, the Masterflex radio remix of Monto Jordans. This is how we do it. That had a part that was playing just a beat, you know? But it wasn't a great remix, you know, overall. overall. You should have kept it with the single, the, the regular version. And the song was also remixed twice by Brent Nubian in 1990, a radio version that didn't contain the guy's samples, uh, the vocal sample of Bye Bye, and a trip Remix version that I never got my hands on to listen. If someone has it, hit us up at 40 Years of Hip Hop. All links are in our bio description of the podcast. You could reach us. If somebody has a version I couldn't find it on the internet or YouTube, I would like to hear that Remix version. And also, is this still relevant uh, in modern era? It should be. It still sounds as fresh and clear. And clean, but not updated lyrics and flow like certain music from that era. It's still as relevant to me. A definitive track for an era of Black Lives Matter, like the whole album, you should fit in the context, you know, about Power to People, We Matter, and everything, and the the police brutality and everything. It's a good message for the young gods out there. For sure, there was better, more militant song on Jamar's, on on the album, like, Jamar's Lord Jamal solo joint dance to the ministry on the album and Dex Concerto in X Minor. You know, these are like they're the only they, everyone had a solo song on the album. That's what's cool. And they had songs of about the trio and everything. And also the song was included in the Grand Theft Auto 4 soundtrack in the hip hop radio station classics 104.1 When your game makes Grand Theft Harto on the radio station, hell uh, that's so cool. We played the game and playing your favorite hip-hop joint classics all for one charted at number 17 on the uh, US hot rap singles in 92 too. and for all these reasons you know I came out with a 3.5 on 5 3.5 and, and now for the last portion uh, powerful impact boom with the canon how did this song impact hip hop culture this song made an impact and a boom in 1990 it was like a merge of style between the native tongue posse and public enemy slash excellent militant message, you know, power to people, the people, and everything. We could simply call it the five percenters Daisy Age style. Because their style was more like Daisy Age, the flow, dressing up. They were not like dressing army fatigues and everything. In the new Rolling Stone guide, the Albert guide, in 2004 that was released. Music journalist Peter Relic stated, Grand Nubian had a sovereign lyrical style equally effective, either promoting promoting African American consciousness, like in the song Concerto Next Minor, or telling hosts to chill on slow down, you know? <laughs> I love this comparison this comparison. And also, Charles Press, Jeff Chang, praised the group's marriage of party groove and polemical grit and cited the album as a high point of East Coast hip-hop. I definitely agree with him. Two thumbs up for that. The song also invokes an era when crews strove to have versatility in their approach musically they aspire to be the best MCs you know at the craft without sacrificing the messages of plight of the black community at the forefront of the ranch you know that's something that was that's not done anymore you know now it's like they favor more if they're gonna sell records on everything you know what's gonna be popular what's more atractable on Instagram. You know, the album too is broken down track by track by a brand Nubian in Brian Colzman's book Check the Technique. This is a definitive book you gotta check. So these like they list like about 36 album classics albums and they broke down each track, how it was recorded, you know, and they talk with the real artists and everything. So if you want more on the song Alpha One, you could check out Brian Colesman's book, Check the Technique. So available on Amazon.com. The group will remain also as one of hip-hop's most influential and controversial group of all time. Wait until I review the Diamond Deep produced immortal punks jump-ups to get beat down. This will definitely be a near review. I can already hear the beat horn sample of the 1976 Rocky soundtrack, Gonna Fly Now by Bill Conti. Uh, you know, good f- another fact is the album, One For All, celebrated its 38th anniversary this past December 4, 2020. And still sounds as dope as it was. And for all these reasons, you know, for the part of Impact, I had to go with a 4.5. So, let's see what my man Mr. Ron has about a total score. For me, the total is 80%. I came out with a 20 out of 25. And don't ever forget, All For One Brand Nubian is All For One Brand Nubian, you know? This track is immortalized, and it will always remain as dope as it was, you know? And check out my man, Kai Sinatex, he did a cameo for us. It's going to be played at the end. It was played at the beginning, too. And you'll see it. You'll hear it on the YouTube channel. You can visualize it. Well, thanks for the shout-out, Mr. Sadak Text. So you guys, brand new, one for all. Thank you.